Big Brother Podcast. We're talking about all things Big Brother, more specifically the events of this past week. Yeah, I mean, technically events happened. I don't know. This was probably the slowest week of the season. I'm I'm gonna predict. I'm calling. It could be slower. I don't know. But we're still talking about it. It's always it's always this slow. This like you're this right. I don't want people to be no, like. I, I'm not saying you're doing yeah. this, but I don't want people in general to be like, oh, this season's so slow. You're right. Like, yes. This is, like. No, it always. And I appreciate is. you saying that because I, I, yes, I want, I, I agree. That's not why I'm saying it. Okay, the season is what it is, but it was a slow week. Not because of the season, but just. <laughs> I'm Nathan. This is Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and then also Nicole, like people were. I saw people on like Instagram and Twitter, like, why are they showing Nicole seeing her HOH room? It's like because they have nothing else. That like what else? That did throw me off. Sorry, I will say when yeah, it was. Weird. I was like, oh, oh, we're doing this. Okay, I, I forgot what this was like. It's been a year. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was watching the episodes today because I never watched t- Monday and Wednesday live, and I was watching them today. And I just skipped whenever Nicole was talking because I didn't want to hear it. I was like, um, you didn't I'm see anything she so said. I skipped almost that. T- no, I heard some of it. Like, if it was, like, her and Christmas talking about, like, who she was going to nominate, I was like, I have to listen to this. I was going to say, there definitely was, was like, some strategy in her. No, and I and I did listen to that, but, like, when they went into her HOH room, I was like, this isn't going to be anything beneficial for me as somebody who wants to watch this show. So I just skipped it. Yeah, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of Victor talk. Uh... Which I like Victor. I stopped when it showed, like, the shirtless pictures of him. I stopped and made sure I watched that part, and then I started skipping sure. again. No, I, I don't think As there's do. much there, but yeah, <laughs> what a way to start off. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Nicole's HOH week. Um, we didn't see it by the time we recorded last week, but Nicole did win HOH. She then won the veto sweep in the week. That's happened a couple times this season. I feel like more than other seasons it happened with cody last week i know it happened to memphis this is three straight that the people yeah because it happened yeah because tyler in the triple eviction cody Mm -hmm. and now nicole yeah and then also multiple times uh earlier in the season too so yeah very interesting um i would i don't know the statistics offhand but i'd be curious to like see if that's a more common thing than we think and maybe i'm just noticing it now or but it feels rare I don't think it's common at all. I think that it feels every time it happens, I'm like, oh wow! Like if it's Cody, I kind of understand, but Nicole doing it, I feel like there's someone else earlier in the season that didn't. Did Enzo do it? No, no. Christmas? Uh, no, that was last season when Jessica did it. That was her name, right? Jessica. Yeah, the wallfaller. Yeah, the person who did absolutely nothing. She won both. Yeah, I remember her doing. Uh, she, like, did, she, wa- she did. She did. She never put, won anything again. She did put. Jack and Jackson on the block together, which no one else was going to do. So I'll give her that. Doesn't mean I'd have to like her. No, you're <laughs> yeah, right. But fair. but give her some credit for doing something kind of. All right, I'll give her some. But like, it was still wild that she won either of those. Yeah. No, you know, you're absolutely right. Based on her track record. Yeah. I agree. I agree. What was I talking? Were you about? surprised Nicole won? 
What, Vito? Or anything? Both. Both? I mean, it, I feel like at this point, it really is like a crapshoot of like who's going to win. Like, yes, I was surprised just because she hasn't won a single thing this season. Uh, and, but I feel like, okay, like with BB Comics, that competition for the veto, that's one that, I mean, she has... <laughs> is this her third time playing it? I don't know if she played it in 16. And I think I... Uh, I'm not sure if it was six, in 16. But I remember somebody, like, saying she, like, dominated it in 18, too. Didn't, did she win it in 18? Or was she just close? I'm not sure, but I believe it. But, like, so those that's a competition that's very common and everyone knows it's happening. And I feel like the strategy for that is one that you can uh, improve on. And so, like, okay, if she if this is her third time playing the game of Big Brother, then maybe she's better at BB Comics than everyone else. So I wasn't, like, terribly surprised. I think, like, when it gets to five people left, you you know, some of these competitions are just... Like, like Christmas very well could have won that HOH competition, and she probably should have. But it was, like, one little, like, just wrong step that completely changes the trajectory of this game trajectory did i say that right trajectory mm-hmm. why that word trajectory that word does not sound right but i know it is but you know what i mean yeah i got what you're i'm saying. like having i don't know if the people do but i know yeah like i said it and i'm she like she did win in 18 i just checked she did mm-hmm. okay yeah so then that really shouldn't surprise us but yeah i don't know what were you surprised that she uh she won some stuff just in general, I was surprised that she won competitions, but I guess Cody wasn't competing, and, like, Memphis has won stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if he was trying to win stuff. And I I was I was partially surprised that she won that, that HOH competition, because I thought that would be... I thought Christmas had the best chance in that, for sure. And Christmas, I think, was the closest, and then she just screwed up, so then Nicole could just take her sweet time the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, that's That's got to be a tough one. Especially, I feel like it's tougher when you're, like, a bigger dude like Memphis. So Well, Enzo had the most trouble. Enzo couldn't do a thing on that Enzo competition. Enzo real bad. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought he was going to be good at competitions this season. Yeah, well, he won the veto week one, and then he won his HOH. But besides that, I don't think... He also won uh, Safety Suite. Sure, yep, you're right. Uh. Wow. That seems that, like yeah, years ago. It, but that was like the first like three or four weeks, and it's like, oh, Enzo's here to play, and then just nothing. Yeah, and the more that the season goes on, and now that Nicole has won a couple of competitions, it's looking like, oh, man, maybe he is the, the GOAT to take the final two, <laughs> which we'll get to. I don't know. I was going <laughs> to bring this late, up later, but like, is Enzo one of, if not the best social players we've seen? Ever or this season? ever yeah i mean because i honestly think he's in that conversation if not the best because everybody loves him he's like funny people just enjoy being around him um and he just makes like affirms everything every everybody says like hey i'm feeling this and he's like yeah you know uh yo 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 you just like completely affirms it every time that's it bro that's i it. i was listening to another podcast uh and they were actually talking about this how the way that Enzo talks to people is very almost like misleading where like, yeah, you said it right there. He goes, that's it. That's it. Where he says that. And that is not confirming. That's not like agreeing on a deal, but it feels good to hear. And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one can accuse him of lying or anything because he's like, I never agree to that. 
well, you said that's it. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so it's... it feels like Tyler's like re- just repeating what they say back to him. Like, oh, we need to do this. And it's like, we need to do this. And like, he's kind of agreeing in that way, but he has like a very formulaic way of responding. Yeah. Even when he doesn't agree with people. Mm hmm. Yeah. So he's definitely, but can you think of better social players? Like who, who comes to mind when you think best social players? Uh, I mean, if we're, oof. If we want to go down this road, I would have to say, well, okay, maybe not. I was going to say Nicole F. almost, but I don't, because, like, how else can you argue that she's making it this far other than, okay, let's just, okay, preseason alliances, we get it, okay, we know. But, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, (laughs) how did she make it here? Clearly, she knows how to yeah. develop relationships, or at least enough that are gonna take her. Okay, but I don't it, like it. A, but I see what you're it's saying. It's a different type of social game than Enzo, though. So I don't know if you mm-hmm. can qualify that as a social game, or if we need a new term to yeah. define what she is able to do. Yeah. Maybe uh, it feels like her positioning is really good. I think that's what mm, I'd say. For I like her. that. Like, she always positions herself very well in the game. Yeah, because I would almost Especially argue that's 16. what Cody did as well. I think, like, he mm-hmm. started off and he knew I need to put myself right here with these people and then I'll be good. Because he he doesn't do a lot of maintaining. It's more everyone else. Like, okay, as soon as he gets Enzo, Enzo's going to do all the maintaining the relationships for Cody. Mm-hmm. And Enzo's actually doing more work for Cody's behalf. Yeah. He absolutely is. Man, I did't want it to be Nicole. Who ah, I'm trying like I feel like in Survivor there's people you can point to and be like, that's one of the best social players we've seen. Like they're just a social player and that's where their strength is. But in Survivor, I don't know if we have that or in Big Brother, I don't know if yeah. we have that as much. The people that come to mind are like Jason Guy feels like one. Sure. Um uh, Dick Donato, of course, feels like one. <laughs> Rachel Riley, uh, Paul. Yeah, Big Brother Paul's, definitely has like bigger Paul. personalities when it comes to like yeah. great players because you got like when you think of like the best players of all time, you have like pr- some pretty explosive personalities. Where Survivor, there's mm-hmm. a lot more winners and people that make it far based off social game alone without making yeah huge giant like moves that is derek's got to be in that conversation actually too yeah but i i think like if if you are separating social from positioning i would almost put him in more of the positioning because i think like okay yeah a social player like enzo although i don't know this is very nitpicky conversation so people might not even care about this but it is fascinating because like i'm trying to think like what exactly about enzo is different than from like someone like derek because i feel like there is a difference I just don't know. Because, like, Derek, I don't see him talking to all these people, making all these deals. He just kind of, like, makes his deals and is confident in them. And then those people are, like, just with him. Enzo, it feels like he's doing a lot of legwork when it comes to conversations. Like, we saw quite a bit of Enzo this week. Yeah. And we'll see, like, Enzo spending, like, hours talking to Kevin and afterwards be like, holy crap, like, that sucked. But, like... He's putting in that time to talk to people others aren't that clearly aren't in an alliance with him. He's clearly going to vote against, but he's still putting in that time. And I think maybe that's the that's the that's the line. That's what sets it over. 
Yeah, so then does that make him not as good of a player then? Because he has to do that. Because like I said, like with Cody, Cody clearly is not putting in that amount of work, but seems to be better positioned than Enzo. <laughs> like, why doesn't Cody have to do that? I think Cody does. I mean, you see Cody, he's he just, Cody just doesn't do it with everyone. So he'll spend time with Enzo, a lot of time with Enzo, because he's friends with Enzo. He'll spend a lot of time with Tyler because, I mean, they have a lot, they have stuff in common. They're, they And, like, stays up until, like, 3 a.m. and then goes and has secret meetings with Danny talking about strategy and what they're going to do and where they're positioned. He always talks to Nicole. Like, he, he just, the impressive thing about Cody to me is he made himself number one to so many people yeah. in the house where they completely trusted him, and that's why he lasted so long. And that's why, honestly, I think he's the reason the committee stayed together, because I think he was the glue that kept everything together the whole time. Um, So, yeah, I think there's the social aspect, but he devotes it to certain people. I don't think he talked to Kevin unless Kevin was up in the HOH upset that he was nominated or something like that. Like, he wasn't spending time with these other people in the house. Um, Whereas Enzo is just spreading the love, but... Also, uh, yeah, Enzo's maybe an, an anomaly in Big Brother just in general. Like, the way he plays and how effective he is at going deep in the game. Because I think he could replicate what he did this season again. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Easily. too. I, I think, though, if he doesn't end up winning, like, let's say he gets second place. Let's say, okay, like, he gets all the way top two but then loses to a jury with pretty large numbers. Like, let's say he it's almost unanimous, or maybe he gets a vote or two. If he plays again, I'm thinking, like, he's an easy person to take long-term because we know he can't win now. That's mm-hmm. my thinking, because I think we even saw bits and pieces of that within the jury house tonight where Davon made a comment. She's like, I need to see Enzo make something. So she's, like, clearly looking for a reason to vote for Enzo, but she can't find it yet. And I think a lot of people are feeling like that. So then maybe Enzo is known as a player who can make it to the end, but doesn't have what it takes yet to completely like push that over to make it a win. Yeah, definitely possible. And that, I think I think we see that a lot with single dimensional player. What is it? No, it's not a good way to say that. But, like, one-dimensional players, that's what I want to say. Yeah. Where, like, you really only have one aspect to your game that you're really strong in. I think he's... I think strategically he's strong, but he refuses to make big moves because he thinks it'll affect the social aspect of his game too much. So, like, tonight, he didn't want to send Memphis out. He wanted to send Christmas out, but he didn't do that because Cody didn't want to. And he was more worried about maintaining that social relationship because he saw Cody as a strong player that he defaulted to that as opposed to doing what was probably best for his game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We've seen that over and over throughout the season. So, and maybe, I he said earlier in the season that he threw a lot of competitions in BB12 because he knew he was well-liked, and he thought that, and I don't know if this is actually true, but he knew he was well-liked, so if he was well-liked and good at competitions, they were going to send him out. But if he wasn't good at competitions, they would keep him around. Was that true? I doubt it. But he said it. It's, so it's always it hard when people say it after the fact in Big Brother. <laughs> where mm-hmm. I threw people it. People question Will being like, oh, yeah, I threw every competition in BB2. And people are like, did you, though? It looked yeah. like you were trying. Right. Yeah. No, it's it, 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 it's very fascinating. Yeah, but I... 
Man, this is a lot of Enzo talk up the front for someone who didn't win a thing this week and was not on the block and didn't go home, but that's... <laughs> I mean, we could just do this for each player that's left in the game, honestly. Maybe. Well, let's get to... Yeah, I don't even know why we started the episode with this. I don't know. You said something, and I was like, well, if we're going to get into Enzo, I wanted to ask All right, let, let's take it a little bit... Uh, we I think we can go player by player. I think that makes the most sense. And then let's let's do that. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about just the just any other segments throughout the week. Because um, really, I mean, I think if we dissect players like this, that's going to get us through pretty much everything we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit though about uh, Memphis, who we saw go home tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Unanimous doesn't mean a lot though. Two votes <laughs> but mm-hmm. he was blindsided in a way uh, at least yeah. he didn't really see it coming he thought he had cody and enzo's vote uh which was a little surprising to me like i don't know like to not even have that in your mind that that's an option for them uh but yeah what did you think of memphis going home this week or maybe just him as a player this season I think it follows a theme that we've seen throughout the game um, of people underestimating the bond between Enzo and Cody and Nicole and that entire group. So he went up to Nicole to try to backdoor Cody to save himself. Understandable, but Nicole just told Cody Cody about it. Or um, he created the two different Wise Guys alliances and is like, oh, this is going to be great. I'll tell Enzo. Enzo immediately tells Cody. So, like, I, I think a big part of it was just underestimating how strong those bonds were. Um, but overall, like, I, I... Yeah, it was just interesting. I, I feel like that was constantly what it was. And if you're with people for the entire time, and I think he said he really wanted to go with those three. Like, that was the three that he wanted. And he said it when he was being interviewed by Ju- by Julie. So, like, that's one hundred. that's got to be 100% true, right? Um, yeah. Or at least that's all we have to go off of. So if that's really what he wanted, then maybe he assumed that he had properly like convinced them, and that they were also all in. Like, oh, this is my real final three, so it's got to be their real final three. Yeah. One of those situations, maybe. Yeah, I, I think you're right there, because uh, I I don't know if there's like a lot that he did wrong. I think he really did make it as far as he. He could have, because, like, once you got to this week, things were already set in motion. Like, there's not much more mm-hmm. convincing he could have done. And he tried. Like, he tried mm-hmm. to talk to them about it. Um, but I think, because, like, earlier in the beginning of the season, uh, we him and Cody were the, the commission. And then within mm-hmm. that, they created the committee. And so at that point, it seemed like Cody was going to be, like, his final two, his ride or die. His untouchable, if you will. And then he seemed to adjust midway when he created the wise guys because the common denominator outside of him was Enzo. And then he even mm-hmm. talked about that in the DR. He's like, I think I could beat Enzo in the final two. And so I think he made the right calculations with like, okay, I'm, I'm going with Cody. I'm going with Cody, going with Cody. And then all of a sudden he realizes like, hey, Cody's playing a great, good game now. I think I need someone else that I could beat. And that's where he mm-hmm. thought it could be Enzo. Uh, but unfortunately for him, Enzo had already sold his loyalty to Cody. And <laughs> yeah. I really think that was the start because it seemed like as soon as Enzo told Cody about the second wise guys, then Cody seemed to always kind of like, to, like 
work with Memphis, you know, six feet apart to make it topical. Yep. He had it out for him. Yes. He's like, I'm still working with Memphis, and I'm not going to start anything. I'm not going to say anything, but I don't fully trust him now. And Enzo Mm -hmm. then stepped into that position. So it was really Enzo more than anything that I think kind of screwed Memphis. Uh, It's a great move by Enzo. Yeah, I mean, I I think so. I don't know if he's going to get credit for it because I don't even think he fully realizes that, like, that's what happened. But... I wonder if it's an intentional thing. I bet we're back on Enzo, sorry. But on Enzo's part where he's like, people trust me, people give me information, so if I relay that information to Cody every time, Cody won't trust the other people, but will trust me. Yeah, it's probably right. It's probably intentional. I just don't know if that's the best move for him because by choosing Cody as the one person that you're trusting over everyone else, that means like you better feel real confident that you can beat him in the final two and right now i think like we would both agree i don't think he does i think he's counting on a bitter jury and we just don't have a bitter jury yeah and in in recent seasons that would be the correct calculation mm-hmm. but yeah i like it's just interesting because i would i would think that him choosing memphis over cody would have been a stronger uh, possibility of winning. And so, like, that's where, like, I don't know why exactly he told Cody about the wise guys other than just to get Memphis out. But, like, I don't know why he wanted Memphis out so bad. That's the thing. Like, (laughs) clearly Memphis trusts you. He created two Mm -hmm. alliances, and you are the only person in both of them. Mm -hmm. And he thought he had a better chance with Cody. That's one aspect where Nicole, I think, is playing better than Enzo. Is she is keeping stuff in, and she is keeping some stuff from Cody. Most of the stuff she's told Cody. But I feel like we saw in this last episode where she it, she said, like, this is something I keep to myself. Yeah. But back to Memphis. Back to Memphis. <laughs> Memphis, for all time's Memphis. sake. Memphis, sorry. We'll bring that back for the last one. Uh, I think... He played a better game this time than he did his first time. Thoughts? Oh, 100% agree. 100% agree. 1 million percent. Yeah. Like, significantly improved his stock as a Big Brother play in my, player in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Because I think when he first came on this season, people were like, oh, Memphis? Okay, like, we kind of remember him. Like, he, he wasn't well known. I mean, he's he's ultimately known as the guy that Dan carried to Final Two because he knew he could win, mm-hmm. and then he did. He had zero votes in the jury, which mm-hmm. that was the only time until if we're if we're not counting Celebrity Big Brother, that was the only time someone went to the final two and didn't get a single vote. He is the only person who came in second place with zero votes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he did phenomenal. I mean, even last week, did we both have him as our number two? To yeah. Win? Yeah. As far as, like, who had the best game or best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And I do think, like, if Christmas would have won this week, it would have been completely different. And I think he could have made his way to the final two. Absolutely. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching him. I genuinely did. I thought he was a fun player. Um, I loved his, like, I'm going to do what I want. I don't care what anybody says attitude. Um, very entertaining. Uh, and it's something I wish I could see more, honestly. Like, yeah, he's kind of a tool sometimes. He's a little too blunt at times, but, like, whatever. 
I enjoyed it. Yeah. Sue me. <laughs> no, I would love to see more players like that with that sort of attitude. Because you, you can't argue that he didn't come to play. And I know it, it mm-hmm. was the boring big alliance that plows through, but it was successful. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to, at maybe not now, we could do it now, but at least at some point we're going to have to discuss, like, is the committee one of the best alliances of all time? I mean, I don't know how it's got to be in the conversation. I don't know how it can be because all six of them made it to top seven. Mm-hmm. Six, like, <laughs> you had an alliance of six people, and you made it to the top seven. I mean, the best prior to this was probably Brigade, right? Maybe level six, but they lost a couple along the way. I, I, if, if we're talking, like, how far you make it, I don't think you can count level six, because two of them went out pre-jury, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they, they... And then the Friendship is another one. Yeah. But, but Janelle kind of dissected it. Right. Also, every, every one, like, before now, has gone, like, okay, a couple people went out early. Like, the the lowest place that your alliance came in is seventh place. It's mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Only one person made it farther than your whole alliance. For sure. Yeesh. Again, we don't. I know people are gonna hate that, but it's. I don't know how you can argue against it. Like, yeah, you can not like the season and recognize that there was dominance in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we do that a lot. Uh, yeah, I just don't know how you can like make an argument for why that isn't like one of the best. <laughs> it's like it's like hating Paul, but being like okay, and hating that season, but being like okay, he ran that season. Right. Like you have to respect that level of manipulation, that level of strategic and social gameplay yep even if it was cult like he's kind of like coach anyways can you imagine paul and uh, coach well remember coach was rumored to be on this season shut up <laughs> Co- i heard that coach and young sheldon had a pregame alliance that, that's the and word then on the they both got covid so they had to be replaced and then memphis and christmas were their replacements <laughs> that's oh. that's what i heard all right, it's word on the street. Uh, one last thing that I wanted to hit on with Memphis. What did you think of his uh, deal to Nicole at the beginning of the week? Uh, he thought it was a fair deal. She thought it was a bad yeah, deal. Yeah, you're going to have to remind me because I did not pay attention to the deal. I was like, it's a so deal. So essentially, <laughs> she keeps him off the block. Yeah. Um, And if he wins the veto, he won't use it, and he'll vote however she wants. And the next week... The same thing happens where they'll use the veto on each other. And it was basically him just promising final three and not going after each other until final three. Yeah, I I think it was a pretty boring deal. Uh, I, I side mm-hmm. with Nicole on this one. Because yep. here's the thing. The way that these players play the game, even without a deal, the unwritten rule is that you're supposed to not use the veto... Unless the HOH wants you to, and you're supposed to vote the way the HOH wants to. That like mm-hmm. that's the unwritten rule that these players have made this season. And so basically yeah. he's saying, like, hey. I don't know if they made it this season. I think it's been okay, a, a sure. thing for a while. Yes, fair enough. Uh and so basically he's saying, like, hey, you know that thing that we do every single week? Yeah, if you don't put me on the block, 
I'll continue to do that. <laughs> like, that's kind of weak. Yeah. And then the next week thing is almost like a, yeah, I, I agree with Nicole. It's like, you better be like, the promise next... me final two. Like, don't be. Yeah. Yeah. And the next week he's expecting more from her. Like, if you're in the position of weakness, you can't ask, like, an equal amount from the other person. Like, mm-hmm. it, it felt like she, he, was, he was asking significantly more of her than he was of himself. And that was my biggest issue with it. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Sweet. Where do we go next? Well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, Nicole. Since first thing I want to say about Nicole. Yeah. In Monday's episode, she said that she took a swing at Tyler and got him out last week. And I'm sorry, she did not take a swing at Tyler. There was no way Cody wasn't putting Tyler on the block last week. There was no way everybody wasn't voting out Tyler unless Cody said so. She was not going to change the vote at any point. I'm sick of her. Now she's like claiming everybody was mad because she would do things and then she wouldn't take credit for or She wouldn't take like ownership of it. And now she's taking ownership of things that she didn't do. And I'm sick of the edit she's getting. Yeah. Why is she still our sweetheart when everybody hates her? I guess casuals might like her. Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't know if she's this. I don't think she's been getting a good edit. Like, I, I see what you're saying. But she's getting a significantly better edit than she She is, is getting an edit this. that's showing her to be a better game player than she is. I don't know if she's getting a good edit. I think I think CBS It feels like is, she's running things just as much as Cody, and I don't think that's actually the case. You're right. You're right by that. Yes. Uh, but I, I... Yeah. Just with the edit, I don't think she's getting a good edit. I think she's going to come out of here and be like, what the heck? Because they're I think definitely playing it. Like, the whole Janelle comic thing, like, they're definitely messing with her and being like... Hey, don't forget, people like Janelle more than you. And like, there's a lot of that still going around. Yeah. And they're still making her look pretty dumb. But I, I know what you mean. Yeah. They're, they are giving her more. Not, well, I don't, I don't think they're giving. They're allowing her airtime to take credit for things she didn't do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, and I guess I don't know. Do what you got to do. Like if that's, but like that, that doesn't even feel like gameplay. Like if it was in the game and you were taking credit for things you didn't do, I can almost understand that more. But, like, she's telling us when we can just read the receipts, as Kevin would say, and be like, that's not true, sweetheart. I Yeah, I, I think there is this big disconnect of how these players think we watch the show, which fascinates me all the time. Because every every season, at the end of the season, the players come out and they're like, oh, well, you didn't see everything that happened. Like, you missed a lot of those no, conversations. saw most of it. Exactly. Like, there's not a lot that, like, we're misinterpreting. Every this now and then... not as much, because I feel like they're hiding a lot, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I was going to say, every now and then, they cut the feeds off. Uh, this season was the most. It was, like, almost, I think it was, like, 22 hours, which was crazy. But for the most part, like, we miss a conversation or two, but we still get the overall vibe. Like, if you're actually mm-hmm. running the house, we would have picked up on it. Mm-hmm. Especially... We have every other year. This season, because this was the first season where we got feeds night one. So mm-hmm. we saw every alliance form, we saw the majority of conversations, and so, yeah, like, there's, there should, if you did what you said that you are doing, there should be receipts out there, and the fact that, like, the entire internet, Reddit is very obsessive, and if they haven't found it, then it, I don't know how that, how you can say it happened. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You see the and the like, Reddit conspiracy of this? I for, I haven't looked into it because I really don't care. But apparently, they think like Memphis and Christmas are like 
having an affair or something. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. I'm just bringing you up that. that. No, I know. (laughs) I'm glad you mentioned it, but like, come on, guys. Like, let's not start that. Who cares? Seems wildly inappropriate. (laughs) Like that could ruin their lives. Are we, are they married? Not to each other, obviously, but she's uh, not dating. She's not married, she? but she's. Uh, I mean, I think with her, with Loyal's father, she's in a relationship with. I think. Oh. Okay. And he's married, right? I think. Well, yeah, probably. I don't know. They don't talk about their. I think Christmas always mentioned. I think they both mention someone other than their child when they vote in the DR. So that's probably their significant other. Yeah. Uh, what was I, say? I don't know. Okay, I interrupted so you on something. I don't want to hate on Nicole. I really don't. But like this, and like throughout most of the season, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I was like against people that were just piling on, and I was like, guys, shut up. She's not that bad. Like she's fine. And now I'm just completely turning the other way because I'm just sick of seeing, like, hearing her. Not even because her voice is annoying. Just because like I, the things that she says annoy me. That's funny because I think I'm taking the other turn where I think I was piling on her and now I'm like, hey, if she wins, she's the best Big Brother player of all time. I mean, <laughs> she's playing a good – she's not playing a bad game. Her positioning is phenomenal. No, and I think if she can if she, she can win – She's playing against the best positioning player we've ever seen who I think is probably Derek. I think if she – well, okay, yes, because here's the thing. Her first season – she goes out because Derek wanted her out. Does that make her a terrible player? Because one of the best players of all time got you out? I don't know. Her And it was after she compared him to Dan because she recognized how insanely good his game was. Then her second season, she beats Paul, who <laughs> is a very good player. <laughs> yeah. And then if she And if she beats like, away, Cody in a final right. two. I think, I, mean... I think if she can win one or two more competitions... If she can get Cody out, she absolutely deserves to win. She wins the game, yeah. But if she even makes it to final two with I, again, I think she, I think she needs another comp win to give uh, the jury a little bit more excitement. I don't know. I like oh she turned it on at the end. Yeah, yeah I think I think she has to be like one of the best. It's just what it is. It sucks. It's just what it is though. And it, I I and I think this is why it sucks more than anything. I think it sucks because we are struggling to define her game. Is it a it's not a comp win game. That's not what she's known for. No. She can win comps sometimes, but that's not what she's known for. And it's like like we were talking earlier, it's not really a social game. So I I think it's more troubling for us as fans because we can't pinpoint why she does well, but somehow mm. she does. Somehow, for the second season in a row for her, she's finding her way on a path towards the end. And mm-hmm. I can't I can't explain to you how she did it this season. I don't know how she did it because it doesn't make sense. But yet she did it, yeah. and I think that's that's one of the most frustrating things to me about it. Yeah, absolutely, 100% with you. When, when it's yeah it's just one of those things like when you can't explain it but you like know it has to be true like everything points to it um 
I'm not going to get into that. I was going to use an example in math, and then I was like, Here, here's okay. Here's a comparison. Uh, and this is some people are going to hate this comparison. Specifically, coworker Nick's going to hate this comparison. So this, oh, this is for give you. It to- <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it reminds me of Michelle Fitzgerald from Survivor. <laughs> and I, I, I have compared her before to Nicole F. I don't remember why, but I've done this earlier this season. I think when she won her first game, it was controversial. People are like, Aubrey should have won Survivor, blah, 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 you know. And every conversation supporting Michelle was like her social game, which we didn't see a lot of. Like in, in mm-hmm. our defense, we didn't see a lot of her social game her first season, but she made it to the end, she won. So there was always this trust, like, oh, it must have just been behind the scenes. She must have been doing a lot of things. Survivor Winners at War happens. She makes it to the final again. She doesn't win, doesn't get any votes. Uh, we, I think we both agree that she probably should have got a couple votes over, over Natalie. Mm-hmm. Probably should have come in second place. Uh, but the same thing. Like, she played a good social game to get to the end, but, like, she didn't make a lot of big moves. She didn't, like, I don't know. She was on the wrong side of moves most of the time. Exactly. So it's like she play- she did <laughs> a lot of things wrong that season. She was blindsided a lot and -hmm. made it to the end. But there's still that, like, small chance that, you know what? She maybe did a good social game when we didn't see. Maybe it didn't make the episode. Maybe You know what I mean? With Nicole, we don't have that because Mm -hmm. we see it all. And so, like, There's no benefit of the doubt because we there, there is no doubt we saw. Yes. It. So if I didn't see the live feeds and no one saw the live feeds, we just saw the episodes. I'd be like, she's the best player ever. Look at what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. But we see the live feeds and we see nothing's happening, so it makes even less sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't uh, like. We need a story, and I almost wonder if that's what Big Brother's doing. If they're trying to create us a story so that if she wins, they can justify it in their minds how it happened. Because I think mm-hmm. they might be just as confused as we all are. Yeah. I hope she doesn't win. But, no, I hope she doesn't win. It's my final answer. Do you think, and I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like it's just a conversation that happens a lot. Do you think if it was a guy that was in her position who played the exact same game the first time around, the the same game the second time around, do you think we would perceive him in the same way as we perceive her? And obviously it's tough because there's a lot of... There's all this stuff that, like, oh, she... I've seen people be like, oh, she just wants to get rid of all the girls and she wants to be the last girl standing and she just wants to, like, flirt with the guys. And, like, people have said that. I'm not saying any of that's true, but people have said that, so it kind of takes away that maybe part of her gameplay, but what do you think about that? Uh, I I feel like... Are we not even qualified to touch on <laughs> Well, yes, again, we, we are two men, and so it's it's hard for us to touch on it at all. Uh, but I, I will say, I think there is some validity to that. Because I think, like, with the whole showman's thing, I think that's, that's a big... Uh, okay, let's just say some of the things she's controversial for. Uh, the showman's thing. Like, Victor is her third big brother showman's. Now, she wasn't in showman's with him on the show, but she... So I don't know if you can call it a showman's. But, like, you had Hayden, her first season. Corey, her second season. So it was like, oh, she just gets with the guys. You know who else did that? Dr. Will. So, I don't... You know? Mm. Interesting. (laughs) I... So, yeah. So, like, there's that. Uh, Then the other thing, negative 
or controversial, I guess, is like you said, she wants to be the last female remaining. She seems to always team up with a group of guys, and there was there was a point this week on the live feeds even, where she was telling Cody and Enzo about how there was an attempt at an all-girls alliance this season. And then they all just started laughing. She's like, isn't that ridiculous? An all-girls alliance never works. And then people were kind of upset with that because they're like, yeah, it doesn't work because you don't let it work. Like, you're the reason it's not working. Um, like, don't don't count it out like it could never happen. Like, you're the reason. Like, you're part of the problem, which is totally fair. And so I think, if anything, that's more the upsetting thing where, mm. uh, I like... If it was a like, this is where it gets messy. Because if it was a guy in this situation, trying to vote out other guys, just so it'd be him and a bunch of girls, <laughs> I don't think people would be upset about that. Yeah. But because she's doing it to girls, I think people are upset about that. Which mm-hmm. is like, that's where it gets messy. Because Big Brother, there are no rules. So if that is yeah. how she gets to the end, by cutting all ties with females, it's a good game move. If it works, yeah, like that's that's fine strategy. Now, like morally, is it okay? I don't know. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of questionable things you can do to get to the end. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that answered it at all. <laughs> no, and I don't think we'll have the answer, but it's definitely something that I feel like it's important to consider because I feel like there are like I view male and female players differently sometimes. So, like, really just taking a step back and me like, do, like, would that have anything to do with it? Would I feel differently if it were a guy? Um, yeah, the thing that really is bothering me about her, for, for me, isn't, isn't any of that stuff. Because, like, honestly, that stuff, if that's how you want to play the game, like, that's fine. Like, I, I enjoy hanging out with girls. Like, that's a fun, that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes more than guys. And that's just how it is. So, like, I, it wouldn't surprise me if I, like, wanted to vote, vote out a guy. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just putting me in that situation. That's just me. Um, so those things don't bother me as much. The things that bother me about her is not taking ownership of her game. Um, constantly feels like she's complaining about things. And then when she does take ownership of things, they're not actually hers. And that's why more recently she started to bother me more because I've seen that more where she's like, oh, you took a shot at me. And so I, I evicted you. And it's like, you were one of three votes and you didn't nominate Tyler. You did not single-handedly get Tyler out. I'm sorry. Like, that's just not what happened. And that's not what they showed happened. So, like, you can't even defend it. So yeah. those are the things that bother me about her. And I want to believe that those things would bother me about a male player as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Like, if there's a male... I, the first that comes to mind, at least for the first part of what you said is Paul in a way in 19 mm-hmm. where I think that was a big reason why he lost is because he just tried to deny 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 she didn't he didn't sorry he mm-hmm. didn't take ownership for like anything it was always like sorry I didn't know I got blindsided and then in the goodbye messages Josh just completely sold him out and ultimately won because of those goodbye messages and so I think that's part of it now Paul didn't take credit for things he didn't do so I think you'd have to find a different player for that but so maybe then it's like because people didn't like Paul because of that, right? Like, that was the same logic. Like, why doesn't Paul just own up to it? Why isn't he just being honest with them about why he voted them out? Um, so, I don't and know. That sucks, because I, like, I liked Paul. Like, I thought he... Well, the problem is I watched BB19 when I first watched Big Brother, like, two years ago. Three years ago. 
So like it, it's a that's the most that's the furthest Big Bro- Big Brother season from my mind. Big Brother one is more recent than Big Brother nineteen is for me. Lucky um, you. Yeah, I'm pumped about it. You, but yeah, you that's actually I think should, it, I'd be very curious. <laughs> BB one? No, nineteen. Nineteen's the only one I technically haven't one hundred percent watched Big Brother. Yeah, because I haven't watched a couple episodes. Anyways, yeah, that, I think that's a really good comparison for. Um, not taking credit for it. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I'm going to have to think about that because I do like Paul, but she's annoying. Uh, and, like, talking about the taking credit for things that you didn't do, she could have been fed that line, and I'm aware of that. Yeah. Um, and also that's the one time she did it. And it was more like, you take a shot at me and we're going to get you. And I feel like that's maybe where she was coming from. It was just frustrating that the way she said it is, like, I got you out. And it's like, nah, you did, but it was the one time she did it, so I don't know if that's a fair frustration of mine. Yeah. Anyways. That's Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see Nicole got upset about the letter from Victor and was complaining about it? I did see that. <laughs> I didn't really oh see too gosh. much about it other than he. she was upset that he didn't say she was playing a good game. Was that it? Yeah, he didn't say that she, he was proud of her. Right, 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 right. Um, Whereas Cody's and, girlfriend did say that, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said that he stopped doing the podcast, so she pieced it together that that meant that everybody hated her, which I mean. Oh, he did. So, wait, I so mean. he had a podcast and he doesn't do it anymore. And he told yeah. her. Well, he, like, put it on pause because he did it with her. I think he did it for a little bit into the season. Uh, but he he's like I decided to put that on hold and it's oh like, interesting no it's because everybody okay. hates me I I would definitely read into that then if I <laughs> yeah that's fair but yeah it was just like because in like my mind if I'm like oh I'm on national TV right now clearly my fiance is like getting a lot of spotlight for this it's like oh he's backing away from the spotlight oh no <laughs> like oh that's not good yeah. That sucks for Victor. I like Victor a lot. And like <laughs> Tyler if... gets a letter that Angela's uh, discontinuing her cookbook. <laughs> oh no, oh, Tyler! <laughs> That's a good transition, actually. Uh, we can go to Jerry House quick and then finish off a couple of the players. Um, sure. Anything? Well, first of all, I thought it was like the moment between Devon and Tyler was sweet. I thought it was nice to see that like Tyler was sincere. Christmas decided to go the other direction. I was, I'm surprised Tyler didn't mention that Bailey said that she wanted his head on the platter and that was part of it, which makes me wonder maybe that wasn't part of the decision. Um, well, okay, Here, here's my question is what, Davon was totally fed this by the producers, right? I think there probably was frustration there and they were probably like, hey, you should talk to him about this. Because, well... Because I don't remember her being that upset about... Because she specifically said Black Lives Matter tonight. And she said that... She basically was, like, reading tweets of what the fans were upset about. Not saying that she wasn't upset about it, but, like, at least on the Mm. live feeds, she never brought up that those specific... Like, because the issue was that a lot of fans felt like Tyler was using Black Lives Matter as a strategy. And taking advantage of her because she was passionate mm. about that. But, like, I never s- really took it that she was personally upset by that. Or that she even realized that's what he it was perceived he was doing. So, in my mind, when I saw it, I was like, oh, who told her that people are upset about that? Hmm. In my head, 
I thought that she had said something to that effect, but that certainly could have been me just like imprinting that into my memory as a thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, Cause I can't point to a specific time. So maybe it was a fed line and, but regardless, I think it was good for Tyler's image publicly to be able to talk to her about it. Well, that was another reason that I thought that it happened too, because it, it like, yes, I, I completely agree. I think I thought it was very genuine. I'm glad, like it was a very touching moment for both of them, but it was like, I'm like, Oh, this is just a, I, it felt like the producers were trying to save Tyler, like give him a moment to like defend himself on national TV because mm-hmm. conversations like that don't happen in the jury house where it's like yeah. this very touching, like, Hey, I just want to bring up in front of everyone here. Like, this is what, like, it was a very mm-hmm. unique situation. And again, we got two mm-hmm. jury segments tonight, which is wild, but yeah, as soon as Julie was like, "Oh, and Devon talks to Tyler," I was like, "Oh boy, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah. So I it it like again, I'm I'm glad they had the conversation, and I I genuinely hope that things are like actually good between them. But it did feel to me as if like, oh, they're trying to make Tyler look good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I mean, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think he's like a good guy, so like, do. I'm not upset about it. But that's that's just the vibe I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I could feel that. What was the general vibe in the jury house about each person? So go by each person still left in the house and be like positive, negative, positive, negative. I mean, I'll just say like for all of them, I think they're all pretty positive. Yeah. I don't really think, I think like, okay, I said before, I think Devon, she seems like she is pretty cool with anything. She didn't oh. really, mm. What? you saying i meant like what did the jury house think about each player still in the each game? player so like, okay what, that makes much more sense yes 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 yeah. okay i like this better okay <laughs> yeah no <laughs> okay, i good. think i'm glad i said something because <laughs> i was like what do you mean you want me to go i didn't see anything from ian tonight what do you want me to say <laughs> yeah um no i think like i said with enzo davon made that comment that she needs to see him win something so i think mm-hmm. right now they're not looking at enzo like a great player i think he need. I don't know how he could win this season. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas, it's hard to tell. There wasn't really a lot said about her, and I think she's another one where she's going to need to do something to win. Because they didn't. Yeah, I don't. Did they even talk about her in the jury house? Other than Tyler mm-hmm. saying that he was hoping she would win or something. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. And so then you got Nicole and Cody, and I think they're more, I think, just impressed that, like, Nicole is making it this far, but Mm -hmm. they really are giving a lot of props to Cody. And it feels like it is just Cody's game to lose for them, and they're all on the same page, like, he is just playing the best game objectively. And if he stays off the block, Cody's doing real good. He literally, all he has to do is... If he wins HOH and never touches the block, he played the exact same game Derek played. The exact same game. Yeah. Like, maybe Enzo or Nicole are his Cody in that situation, but, like, the like positioned himself extremely well, which maybe was due to preseason... Uh, strategizing like probably whatever 
still positioned extremely well, went through the entire game without getting nominated in control of almost every eviction, and then gets to the end. Was there an eviction where he didn't have any say other than Tyler getting out Danny? Like, didn't have any control over the nominations? No, that one was probably it. It may be Memphis's, but I don't think he was ever mad about... Ah, he was mad the first time, I think, but those are really the only ones where he didn't really have full control of what was happening. Yeah, yeah, every other one, he was in people's ears. He, Well, mm-hmm. again, outside of Enzo, the committee just won every single HOH. Yeah, so that that's worth mentioning, and that's that definitely helps your positioning. But all right, let's get back to jury. We'll we'll talk about Cody in a second. <laughs> I thought that was a natural transition. You got more for jury? Uh, well, okay. Let's talk about uh, the family videos. Oh, they were sweet. Yeah, that's it. Thought it was weird that the house was wasn't getting them, and that jury was getting them. Well, that's what, it threw me I off because I was like, this has never happened before. But I was like, wait, no, no, that's not true because usually the house gets it. Like, I remember, like, yeah. mo- like almost every season, like, the house had, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. It it was like Survivor, Winners at War, when um, Edge of Extinction also got a family visit. Yeah, like, it made sense that Jerry got it, but the house didn't get anything. Yeah, like, they deserve it more. Mm-hmm. Which, well, we need to bring back reward challenges in general. Yeah. Why, why did they... Or just show us have-not competitions. Like, that'd be nice. Like, why you need did we think that wasn't... Stuff to fill... Sorry, go ahead. No, just, like, why did we think that was not necessary? Like, why did we get rid of them? And at the end here, they're, like, filling time with Nicole's HOH room. Like, I don't care. Show me stuff that I would, okay. I'll enjoy. I think this is a natural segue. Okay. Let's talk about these segments this week. Because... Okay. They have nothing to show us. We saw this week alone, I think this is the fourth time this season, but this week twice, someone walking in on someone in the bathroom. And several times, and it was always Enzo, I think. Hilarious, right? Like, I just want to see more of that. Then we get a segment on Enzo with a teapot, as if, like, it's not manly to drink tea or something. Like, I don't... And then... A whole segment on Enzo and this girl who DMs him for feet pics. Yeah, that was weird. That was the weirdest one for me. The other ones, it's like, oh, that's funny. Like, I see why you're showing us this. That one, I was like, why are we talking about foot fetishes on Big Brother right now? That's... It, I don't, like, do the producers not understand, like, that that's like, like, no one wants to talk about that? <laughs> Apparently, I don't know, man. It was... They just have nothing to fill it with, and it's like the producers are like unaware of like that people out there have feet fetishes, and they're just like, "Hey, some girl wants to see Enzo's feet. That's hilarious. Let's th- people are gonna love that. That's the funniest thing in the world. I've never heard of this." I, it's a little funny. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it could be funny. The way they presented it was felt so like icky yeah i was like why are we drawing attention to this yeah it feels like something that i would really enjoy that conversation if i were watching the live feeds but like it all having it all chopped up and ready for me it was like eh, i don't want this i don't want any of this at all i don't like when the producers think they know what i like yeah that's my thing but don't it's kind of the job though i'll find i'll find it funny on my own i don't need you to be like 
Look at them walking down the bathroom. <laughs> I. It was a boring week. Yeah. Like, I had zero interest in watching the episodes. Yeah. Here... Uh, I, I like, legitimately skipped... Like I said, I skipped through a decent amount of the episode today just because I was bored. Like, I don't want to watch this. I really think that... We've been talking a lot this season of, like, changes that they need to make, but I really think the end game is something that they need to adjust. I don't think we need a full week for stuff like this. Mm-mm. Like, when it gets to five, four, three, like... Wh- like... There's nothing. Just cut the season a little shorter. I think the three-month season has just run its course. I think even a two-month season would be more interesting. Where, like, it's two episodes every... every. Uh, I don't know how you do it necessarily. I almost wish we would just go back to... Uh, like, everything is just the Celebrity Big Brother season. That length. Like, that'd be perfect. Yeah. If it was just... But the thing is, like, they make a lot of money from having three months of episodes. I guess so. You're right. That's the hard part. So it'd be cool if they could, like, line it up, like, one, two, three. Or do, like, two shortened seasons a year, like Survivor does. Do, like, a summer and winter where Survivor does fall and spring. That would be perfect. Like, why don't we do that? Well, that was the rotation. It seemed like we were going until they decided to not continue Celebrity Big Brother. Which is very disappointing because... I mean, sure, season two wasn't as good as the first season, but, like, it was still... It was good. Yeah. I would rather watch Celebrity Big Brother 2 than this current all-star Big Brother. Trying to remember who won Celebrity Big Brother 1. Don't tell me. Okay, because I know it. I know. All I can think of is the season two players. Um. Actually, wait. How do you say her name? I just might give it away. I didn't give it away. Okay. I had like Tamar season two, right? Yeah. I had two names in my mind and I couldn't remember which one. They're both start with the same letter, so I was like, it's either this name or this name, but yeah. Shoot. Do you remember anyone from that season? It was a good season. I feel like everyone I'm thinking of is from season two. Come on. Yeah, who give me one person that was on the season that didn't win. That didn't win? Uh Shannon. I can't Elizabeth. think of anybody. Remember Shannon Elizabeth? She burnt out and then became a real bitter Yeah, and then there was... Uh, James uh, Winslow? Big time Rush guy? He, yeah. he was like the villain? Oh, yep. That was yep. a fun was season. Was Jonathan on that season or was he no, season no, no, two? he was season two. Oh! Him and Ryan Lochte. <laughs> we saw Ryan Lochte on Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> what? Uh, Amorosa? Remember her? That Amorosa. was awesome. And then they tried it season two with the mooch, and then, and then he wasn't a real player. And then he player. wasn't even a house guest? That was the dumbest thing. <laughs> that is the worst twist I've ever seen. You really can't remember, huh? Oh. 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 Con- What's her name? It was a controversial The dancer. One. The Broadway dancer girl. Yep. But Ross lost. Yep. Ross came in second. Was his, la- was his last name Ross or first name? First name. It was first name, right? Ross Matthews? What's her name? Yep, Ross Matthews. Okay, we're in. I just can't remember her name. But now I remember who it is. That's all I need. It's uh, I just, Marissa you can cut Jarrett all of this if you Win- want. Winokur. Marissa. Marissa. That feel cool. feel free to cut this. That was just me trying to remember something and being disappointed. No, it's fine. I'm sure I'll I, I, it's it's good to have space for our audience to like yell at us over their speakers as they listen to this. Yeah. Cuz they'll make us uh, take a break. 
What? Like, Vic, sorry. That wasn't good. That wasn't a good reference. I didn't even get the reference. Because he took a break from their podcast because of hate? Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, if it was yeah, actually because yeah. of hate. Yeah. Don't it was just make us take a break. Cut all of this. <laughs> all right, so we never talked about Christmas and <laughs> yeah, Cody. We kind of talked about Cody, but I don't know if we actually got into like a well, Cody let, well, let's talk about Christmas first then and save. I think we did get to Cody where we were just like, I said he was just playing like a Derek game. Exactly. Yeah, Is there more you would want to say? Maybe. On we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Christmas though. Christmas, 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 Christmas. Did they make the right move by keeping her this week? Nope. You. Okay. Tell me more. That was the worst move for Enzo. Uh, as long as Christmas is around. Um, yeah. Uh, just for that final four, thinking of where Enzo was, I think he should have split the vote. Memphis still would have gone, but I think he should have split the vote in general. Or at least tried to get Cody more. He was right that his best move was to get... Uh, Christmas was to get Christmas out because Christmas is closer to uh, Nicole than anybody else. So that, that screws him up over there. Cause then Nicole is closer to the other two people than he is to anybody. Uh, so if he ends up on the block with Nicole this week, he's going no matter what. Okay. Except for maybe Cody. I think Cody wouldn't do it. Okay. So then maybe not no matter what, but like, if Nicole or Christmas are making the decision and Enzo's up against the uh, someone else, Enzo's going, I think. There's a lot of scenarios, so even that's sure. not true. But you're tracking with me, right? Like, Yes, I didn't even think of it like that. So, okay, you're convincing me. Because at first I was like, oh, that makes sense because Memphis... I'm, I'm thinking strictly as like a comp beast. I'm thinking as a... But, I mean, I guess Christmas can also win competitions. Like Nicole's only win is against Christmas. I genuinely believe that, and I think she kind of knows it too. So she's going to do whatever she can to make it but she knows that enzo probably won't take her so she won't want enzo in that final three so nicole's goal is going to be to get enzo out i think Do you don't you think that anyone could be christmas in final two though yeah but i think i think or uh christmas's goal will be take nicole so if you end up in a final three with christmas and nicole they're gonna take each other mm-hmm. if you end up in a final three with cody and nicole they're probably going to take each other. Cody might take you, but he also might take Nicole, and that would make me nervous. Who did Memphis say again to Julie that he would have taken a final two? Was it Cody? Enzo. Enzo. Okay. He wanted Cody and Enzo in his final three, and if it was those two, then he would have taken Enzo. I think he might have taken – he was going to take whoever it was easiest to beat once he got to final three, I think, but his goal was Cody and Enzo. And it, it felt like Enzo wanted to keep Memphis. That's the vibe I got. I don't know if that was just a show. 100%. So then why do you think Cody made that decision to keep Christmas? Because he was nervous because he knew – I don't. Th- I just don't think he trusted Memphis at that point. So then it was in Cody's best interest to keep Christmas because he, might, he was probably aware that Memphis was going to choose Enzo over Cody. So in that way, like, let's get Memphis out of here so that Enzo definitely will choose me. Uh, but Christmas will put him up if she wins the HOH. You're right, but do you think Memphis would have too or no? I don't think so. Who? I think he might have, but I think he would have wanted Nicole out more, based on what he said. Yeah. But also, he took that shot. He like went up to Nicole and was like, "Let's backdoor Cody," so Cody didn't trust him after that at all. Yeah, which makes because like I said earlier, I really think that at this point of the season, it's more just a crapshoot of like competitions. It's like it comes down to such a little difference of who wins and who loses, and that mm-hmm. base is like the whole. 
Like, we'll be talking about who the best Big Brother player of all time is based off of, like, <laughs> Christmas losing that last HOH competition or, like, a, a mm-hmm. one wrong question on a memory comp. Or, so, you know what I mean? And so, like, I think in that Peridium sense... Peridium did a video about that. What was that? Peridium did a video about that. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I actually do want to talk about his uh, video today, if we have time. I saw it. Okay, we'll talk yeah. a little bit, because I, I did find that interesting. But... So in that sense, like I, th- I'm like I'm thinking like it doesn't really make a huge difference because like if you get Memphis or Christmas out, like sure, like maybe Memphis doesn't want them to go home, but it's really not up to the HOH at this point anymore, unless it's like HOH wishes they're still playing by that. But in my mind, it's like okay, let's keep Christmas because one, the, she, she's not as good as Memphis in competitions, which I I think is probably true. And then two, statistically, it is. they could probably all beat her in the end. And so I think it's more so like if they had a chance to get Memphis out, they were going to take it, and they did. So They still have to get to the end, and I'd be more worried about that than anything else. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, and, and it's just two schools of thought. Like, would you rather plan on winning when you get there or just plan on getting there? Yep. Uh, we're talking about Christmas, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I think that was a big. That's like, it was it good, like, how does she affect other people's games? That's important. Uh, okay, so yeah, so it's it feels as if she's definitely taking Nicole, and yeah. definitely wants Cody out. Mm-hmm. I think he... it's impossible for her to win, though. She got into the house first. I just wanted to mention. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> I think if Christmas finds a way. To win veto. Because really, this next week with the final four, it always comes down to whoever wins the veto has the power. HOH is more so you're just safe for the week. That's really all it means because nominations are almost meaningless because it's all about who wins the veto. Whoever wins the veto is going to be the one person not on the block and then the one person with a vote. Unless it's the HOH. Mm Mm-hmm. So if Christmas can win veto, I truly believe she wants Cody out. If she can do that, win veto and get Cody out, I think she's got a shot at winning this. I think she's less likely to be taken to Final Two if she does that. Sure. She still could, but I think that does affect those chances. For me, Christmas has to win three out of the next five competitions to win and that's her winning her way in. do that's you her... think that if enzo wins the final hoh he's taking nicole over christmas because I, I don't think so exactly so i think christmas can make it to the final two if she wins the final hoh or if enzo does or if nicole does perhaps yeah i guess if she's in that final three she there's a good chance she's taken that's fair. So if we look at it like that, really all she has to do is win the veto. And she's okay. got a very strong chance of making it all the way and possibly And that's assuming it. Cody doesn't win HOH, which none of them knew what the night, the night competition was. Well, none of them really know much about the game as we're learning this season, which is very yeah. unfortunate. That's like a classic. That's like an iconic competition. They're like, why is Kaser here? <laughs> Because he's known oh, for that King Kaser, that explains it. Because oh, chess, King no, Kaser, that's why he's the king. They were they were really upset about that this week. 
Mm-hmm. We didn't. Even, we should talk about comics at some point. Let's talk about Cody's game real quick, okay? Is there anything else to add, or should we just not even? I'm good on Christmases. Uh, Cody's playing the best game. If he makes it to final two, he should win. Is can you see a, a scenario where anybody beats him in final two? Uh, as of right now, no. If he gets to final two, he should win the game. And it looks like the thing that maybe. Who do you think is closest to derailing that? Like, would have somewhat of a chance against him? Like, say Enzo wins HOH and POV this week. Mm-hmm. And then wins I, final HOH and takes him. I think... I I think if he... Are you saying, like, strictly final two? Hmm? Yeah. I think Nicole has the best chance to be in a final two if she does one more big thing. Okay. Other than that, I don't think... The only big thing they can do, though, is take out Cody. Honestly. Well, okay, maybe if she just like if she wins her way to the end and has more on her resume as far as comp wins go, then it's I guess it's if she possible. votes out Enzo, that'd be interesting. It's possible, yeah. but I don't think Enzo and Christmas can do a thing to beat Cody if they're in the final two with him. I think for them to win, they need to vote him out. Yeah. So whoever right. votes out Cody is going to have the best resume in my mind. Mm-hmm. Other than that. If Cody's in final Cody two, just getting out Tyler bo- boosted his resume a ton, I think, in people's minds. I completely agree, because before that, it was, what, Keisha and uh, Kevin? Kevin, yeah. Not the, like, most... Whoa, that's funny, because he nominated Kevin week one. Oh. Did he have a thing for Kevin like Memphis did with David? <laughs> he had to have. No, I don't think he did. Kevin almost sounded like he was going to vote for Cody if he had to. Even though he said that he wouldn't. I noticed that. I think he will. I really do. Yeah. I think this jury think a... is just being honest and being like, look it, he's playing the best game. Mm-hmm. Because even, like, and we said this before last week, Cody does not have a bitter jury problem. Like, he didn't have any explosive moments, which made for the live feeds mm-hmm. very boring, but at the same time, like, the jury has nothing against him. They, they can't mm-hmm. point to anything and be like, I'm bitter because of this. He played a game in such a way that they simply have to acknowledge, like, he's a great player. They don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm with you. All right, that's Cody. All right. So we finished all the players. You want to talk BB <laughs> Comics? Uh, just a little bit. I don't know. I just thought it was worth mentioning. What do you want to say? Uh, what, what comics did you like? We, we said that they were a little upset about the King Caser. I skipped through a decent chunk of that conversation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, you know I do this. I, I do this during Survivor. I just skip through the competitions because it's like, oh, did I you, just want to see Did you see wins. Nicole being upset about Janelle's? No, because I skipped all of hers because I didn't <laughs> want to hear her voice. So Janelle was the bombshell, and it was a very flattering comic of her. Like, they just, you know, made her look great, fantastic. And then Nicole's was her in her um, serial outfit she had this year, and it was like the serial killer. And it was, <laughs> and then it, so she had this whole dr of like, why does Janelle like get to look so pretty? Blah 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 blah. And so it was pretty. People funny. like her. Yeah. So it was it was good. Um, everyone's talking about Tyler's because it was terrible. You should look it up if you haven't saw it. It. I did see it. What was it's it again? Abra Curl Dabra, I think. Oh, yeah. And it, he's, like, a magician with, like, very curly... It looks nothing like him. No. Nope. Like, they totally just phoned this one in. It was terrible. What else? Who did I see? 
Was anybody else's interesting? Uh, Dave Bonds didn't make much sense. It was like day daydream. Dream. Yeah. Like other than a play on her name. Yeah. She's not like known. That's for what it is sometimes. Like it's sometimes you just don't have much to go off of. You had um. Kala. Was Nicole A's the podcaster or something like that? Yeah, that was so like. Everyone has a podcast. You're not special. That's not. And no one goes on you. That's not a character trait. Okay, trust no me. One goes we on know. Podcast. I can't say that. <laughs> um, Cody's was Calafiri. Like. Calafiri. That Calafiri. one I liked. That was clever. Um, yep. Enzo's was the meow meow. Something with the meow meow. It was just the meow meow. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. Um, David's was David and Goliath. That was his first BB Comics though, right? Wait, was it? Enzo's did they? They didn't have BB Comics back in season twelve, right? I have no idea when they started it. Do people call him the Meow Meow this season? No, but that's always going to be what he's known as. Uh, Keisha, something oh, to do with her birthday, classic. I don't remember Kevin's. That's all she really is. It started in season sixteen. I really don't remember what Kevin's was at all. Or Bailey. Oh, I have them all right here if you want. Yeah, yeah, read them off. Uh, here. So, the Queen Bay. Is that what it is? No. Bailey's Comet this time she was. Oh, that's right. Last time she was the Queen Bay. Bailey's Comet. That's uh, kind of clever. Mrs. Claus was Christmas. <laughs> she was like Wolverine Claus. <laughs> I like that. The Califiri. Uh Daydream. Uh, Regulator. The regulator is Danny. That was the alliance in BB thirteen. That was terrible. Oh, God. that was the one uh, with Lawan, Dominic. Um, that like just yeah was like <laughs> really imploded. Uh, David was David and Goliath. Not why is both? Who cares? Uh, meow meow. <laughs> Ian was Dirk Space Jammer. Another costume bit. Yep. Uh, Janelle was the bombshell, as we said. King Kaser, birthday girl, the bandamal. Wait, wait, wait. Birthday girl? That's the, the name of a superhero? Girl. Yep, that was Keisha. And Kevin's was the bandamal? The band bandanimal. Does that mean anything, or could they just not come on? Like bandana. He always wore, like, oh, the headband. Oh, okay. Still stupid. Memphis was Memphis. Fist. He was in a bar, which was like when he was a mixologist. Uh, the podcaster, serial killer, and Abra Curl Dabra. <laughs> Are you looking at the picture right now? Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> Could you see the disappointment, disappointment on my face? <laughs> He's just like one of the best Big Brother players of all time, and that's the only thing you could say about him. He's got curly hair. Very staticky hair in this picture, too. Oh, my gosh. Is that what this is telling me? No. No, okay, that was just the logo. I was going to say, I will will buy a poster of Avril Curl Dabra. Avril Curl Dabra? Yes. (laughs) Of course you will. People are going to, like, come in my room and be like, what is that? Like, oh, you ever watch Big Brother? Yeah, well, every year they do this BB Comics, and then, like, this was... It just goes super <laughs> deep into, like, then there's this player, Tyler. It's just the most specific... 
Like, if you had any, like, Big Brother, like, lore, like, that's the thing I would own. You wouldn't want your own key? That's that's definitely the most popular. Like, Big Brother fans, a lot of them like their own keys. Mm-hmm. That or, like, the power of veto. I've seen that a lot, too. Like, people are like, mm-hmm. I made my own power of veto. It's like, congratulations. Like, you made a circle. I don't know if I'd want anything. Like, even with Survivor, I don't know if I'd ever want, like, a buff or anything. I don't understand the buffs. Like, that's just not me. Like, I don't, what, what do you do with them? You don't wear them out in public, do you? If I played and had a buff, it'd be different. But I think some people, like, used them as a mask during COVID. I guess that's okay. I don't know. I'm more of, like, a neutral mask guy. Like, I just, I don't want to make a statement with it. I just want, like, something that's... Yeah. And having a buff, it's like, there's no tribe in all 40 seasons that I'm so attached to that I'll be like, I want that buff, you know? Yeah, people aren't really fans of, like, tribes. Like, I want the old people in this season, (laughs) or whatever, however it's divided up, or... That would be the most... um, Season 21, was that the one with the... Was that The first old versus, like, young... Yeah, it was. So I want the old That's people the one. from season yep. 21. <laughs> the That's one the with buff the, I want. Who was the football guy? Um, Jerry... Wait. Jerry Jones? Jerry John... Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. That there was go. it. We got there. Yeah, I want to like... Jerry Jones is buff. the owner of the Cowboys. That, that's what I was... I was about to say that, and then I knew it wasn't true, so I stopped myself, because I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> I know who... All right, Nathan. That's what we're going to do for Christmas uh, presents for each other. Is we're gonna buy the most random buff we can oh my from a season gosh. of Survivor. Sound good? I'm gonna buy you the buff from the men's tribe from One World. <laughs> the one with Tarzan and Colton. Yes. <laughs> oh, You'll be like, hey Tony, what's this? It's like, oh, that's the that's a buff from Survivor. Yeah, season twenty four, they had guys and girls tribes, but then lived on the same beach. <laughs> you just go into it. It just goes super deep. <laughs> All right. Do you want to rank uh, players and then call it a night? Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. I want to talk about the yeah. What you got? The the, the, the video, the YouTube video we saw. The curses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if Cody wins. He's gonna break a couple co- curses. Yeah, they were interesting. So, anyways, the there's the video which is very known to a lot of Big Brother players. So I'm sh- or not players, uh, fans. So if you're listening to this, you might even know this, but there are a lot of curses with Big Brother. First to walk in the house, never won. Uh, Otev competition, if you win that, you never win. HOH for weeks two and five have never won. Yep, two and five. And then veto competitions for week two and three have never won. So, um, with Memphis going out today, uh, he was HOH week two. Mm-hmm. But then Cody was week five? Yep, Cody was week five. Okay. Cody was HOH week five and won veto week three. And then Otep. And won Otep. So if Cody so wins, if he he's won. breaking three different curses. Mm-hmm. If Christmas wins, she's breaking the first in the house curse. Mm-hmm. And Enzo and Nicole are just whatever. Yep. They don't do anything. So I don't know. I don't even know what there is to say about that. But I think it's fascinating that we still have two out of the four. Until Memphis went, it was three out of five people could have broken curses yeah it's and there's a strong chance it's gonna be broken it doesn't actually matter because like what like the odds aren't likely that those always weren't done but 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. Also, in celebrity, worth noting, in Celebrity Big Brother, Tamar went in first, and she won. So there's always this conversation yep. like, oh, did she break the curse, or is it a different game? And who cares? What if she uh, broke the, the person curse? that made that video is Peridium, and I just want to shout him out because his videos are always great. Yeah, I'm on his Discord. It's really fun. Would recommend. It's a good time. Uh, what if Tamar broke the curse so much that for the next every season after that, whoever walks in first always wins? Well, last season was after that, so that's already not a thing. So then the game wouldn't be the social game of Big Brother. It would just be a big dog pile. A fighting who can get in first. I think I'd prefer that. And then the second someone walks in, all right, game over. Why? What's the point? Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Stupid. The funny thing is, like the super fans who all like last season was uh, Tommy who like ran in first. He's like, I'm a super fan of the show. It's like if you're a super fan, you know the curse, and you wouldn't have pushed your way to the front. Yeah, you really shouldn't be the first one in. Yeah. Okay, let's get into... <laughs> what an idiot. I hate you, Tommy. Alright, do you want to go first, or do you want me to with the least likely to win the game? Um, you, you can go first. I think I'm going to go with Enzo as my least likely to win the game. Uh, it's mostly because of the unlikelihood that he gets taken to the end. Either he has to win that final H, or Cody wins that final HOH. And it's him, Enzo, and Nicole. Because I think if Christmas is there, Cody might even be tempted to take Christmas so he doesn't make the same mistake he made last time. Um, which would be kind of funny, quite frankly. Uh, so yeah, Enzo, I don't... Like, it's going to be tough for him to get there in the first place and then to actually win. I think he would need to be against Christmas or Nicole. So maybe if Christmas won and it was Christmas, Enzo, and Cody, then she would take Enzo. I mean, she would for sure take Enzo. So, obviously there's scenarios, but it just seems like the least likely at this point to me. Okay, yeah. I, I'm i going to go with Christmas for my least likely. Mostly because, like what I said earlier, I think the only way I can see her winning is by winning this next week's veto. If she doesn't win HOH. But even if she wins HOH, I don't think she's going to have a resume big enough to win the game. And so I'm looking at it like, as of right now, I don't see anyone that she could possibly beat in the final two, unless that one thing I said happens. Other than that, mm-hmm. I think if she's on, if she doesn't win HOH or Veto this week, I think all three of them are going to be gunning for her. So I think she has mm-hmm. the most work to do. She has the least likely path of making it that far. Maybe mm-hmm. Nicole tries to keep her. But ultimately, it's really not even up to Nicole at this point because, again, whoever wins the veto. And since they're all eligible to play, I have to assume Cody has the strongest chance of winning this veto. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go with Christmas for my number three uh, just to build off of you. I Yeah, I agree with what you said. The thing for me is if she gets to the f- end, if she gets to the final three, she probably won the veto, or she won HOH. Like, those are the only two options. And if she wins HOH, I guess this doesn't super apply. But if she wins veto, she gets Cody out, unless he wins HOH. So there's there's so many scenarios. So I keep saying things and then realizing there's a scenario where that's not the case. But, yeah, I just think if she gets to the end, I think she has a shot because I think she's the only one that's going to take a shot at Cody. So if she takes that shot at Cody, I think she potentially deserves a win over the other two. So... 
I would, I would go Christmas for her. I think I can almost see more scenarios where she wins in the end than Enzo. That's totally fair. And now I'm rethinking mine, but I already said it. So <laughs> third place, I'm going to go Enzo. Uh, mostly based on, I think you're right in the fact that he probably is less likely to win like a final two, but I see him having an easier way of getting there. And that's kind of it. <laughs> I don't really have much more to say. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, then we both have Nicole for number two. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, I'll start us off. So, Nicole, I mean, we said it. It seemed like the uh, these last two wins, I think, were huge for her. And I think the jury would, like they said, if she gets to final two, like, that's, they shouldn't have let that happen if she gets to final two. So, I think she has a chance to even pull numbers against Cody if she plays her cards right and presents herself properly. Because realistically, everybody sees those two as the figurehead. Even though we as watchers see that it's, it feels like it's Cody running everything and he's in control more so than her. To everybody else, they just see from the outside that it's those two. Uh, and I think Christmas takes um, Nicole, so she has two chances to win potentially. And I think she easily beats Christmas and has a shot against Cody. Yeah, I I think Nicole versus Cody in the final two is going to be the most interesting scenario of all the people left. And I kind of hope that happens because it's going to be fascinating to see how the jury votes. At the same time, I think if that doesn't happen, it's going to be a pretty easy case. I would say either her or Cody deserve to win. Um, I think Cody is the only person that Nicole doesn't have the most obvious chance of beating. Again, it's very possible that she loses to other people, but I think like she has set herself up in a way... Like, it's incredible that she made it this far. It truly is. And I think, like, the jury is acknowledging that. Like, the fact that she... Even Enzo said it this week, you know? Like, all she has to say is, like, hey, look it, I'm a winner and I'm here. Isn't that enough? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and that you're he's absolutely right. Like, that should be enough. That should be enough to be like, whoa, what is going on? Like, she found her way to make it this far. And it almost doesn't even matter what moves she had because... She made it. So who cares about the specifics? Yeah. She's a winner, and she made it. And I think that's enough Absolutely. to be like, she did something right. I'm in. And then with Cody, man, we've said it enough. He's played the best game. It's his game to lose. Uh, I think he wins in every Final Two situation, unless maybe Nicole can edge him out. Um, and if he makes it there, he's he's got to win. Yep. Completely agree. I think Cody, it's his game to lose, and I keep saying that. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. It's it's more, um, like, the more interesting... I'm not as interested in his game. I am more interested how people like Enzo... I think specifically Enzo, because I think, like, Christmas wants him out. Nicole, I think, doesn't have an option but to, like, go with him. <laughs> But, like, Enzo, like, what are you doing? How do you not see that Cody is playing this game? That It's 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 fascinating. But every year we find people like that, so mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that surprising anymore. Yeah. Like, every year there's I that mean, person Enzo who did like the same thing something. last time. Yeah, he did, in a way, you know, where he, he played it safe with people who were protecting him. And then... Even if Enzo isn't like, able to do anything, maybe Enzo could have won in season twelve. I don't know. That's like a whole different scenario you'd have to walk down. But I don't know. I don't know if he has what it takes. Yeah. 
Well. Pleasure doing business? Pleasure is mine. Two more episodes this week? This week. Or this season? Yeah. Because we, we can do two more this two week weeks. if you want. Two weeks and then... It, it's weird watching Big Brother this time of year. I don't know if you feel that, but... It's weird. Yeah. I'm used to it like being summer. And it's mm-hmm. like... We're going to be almost in November by the time we're done with this. Yeah, it should have been done like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. But here we are. But, and it's not a great season, so that doesn't help at all. <laughs> we're going to have to have some major conversations when this season over for like what this means for the future of Big Brother. Because yep. I got to say, I'm a little worried. Something's got to change. Something's got to change because... I know I'm at the point where I'm like, do I even enjoy watching this? I mean, like, the fact that we are literally fast-forwarding through episodes. And, like, outside of eviction episodes, I don't have much motivation to watch. And I know that a lot of fans feel the same way and are taking it even farther and probably not going to come back next year. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. And I don't think gotta be something to spice it up. I don't think I want to have that conversation now, but I just want to bring it up to have you think about it. <laughs> oh, I'll think about it. Don't you worry. All right, that's it for us. Uh, more episodes. Visit notgameallpersonal.com. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Really. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Ngappod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. We'll see you next week. Get out of here.